0: On The Wake of Radio presents The Hour.
1: You must remember, the enemy has only images and illusions. Behind
0: which he hides his true motives. Destroy the image and he will
2: break the enemy. The hit that you refer to
1: is a powerful weapon. What is human life? It's a story we tell ourselves. And every story needs a beginning. Your imagined suffering makes you lifelike. Lifelike, but not alive. Pain only exists in the mind. It's always imagined.
2: So what's the difference between my pain and yours? Between you and me?
0: To find a solution to a problem with answer you already know. It's the hour. What we got to say yeah. the power.
1: Come on. Yo, check
0: this out, man Again, again, again Welcome to On The Wake Up Radio This is The Hour with Cindy Ashby I'm here with Black Nagas Say what's up
2: Hey, i BB everyone
0: Well, alright, I can hear you now Alright <laughs> Ah, talk about thinking on your toes uh, Tell them who you are Tell them who you are Because, I mean, to me you are that special man, but let them know who you are.
2: Uh, so, um, I go by the moniker of Black Magus. Um, I actually, um, it's Monica moniker I created after, um, I get the, the character name Magus actually from a, 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 an old school Super Nintendo game um, that I grew up playing, and um, the name always stuck with me and you know my father actually raised me to be a bookworm so whenever something piqued my interest i always would do research into it and you know back in the uh in the 90s people had the encyclopedia britannica <laughs> the big long volumes you could always research things to a very extensive history um so i looked the name up and found that it was actually synonymous with uh the word magi and the. Uh, Magician, and as I dwelled into seeing what is the word Magi, I came to find out that Magi is actually the uh, one of the three wise men who traveled um, to see. Uh, you know, if you believe in the story of uh, Jesus Christ and things like that, he was actually one of the three wise men. Um, and it came to find out that uh, a Magi is someone who picks the future king of uh, of the people. Um, that's a, a history that Black people have um, forgotten, but ironically, Asians and uh, and white people have not. So, um, of course, uh, later on through years, I just added Black B L K to it, and you know, Black next. Um, but I love that.
0: I do. I do. <laughs> See, you learn something new every day. You are definitely a a chosen wise counsel. That's what that <laughs> means to me. You're someone everyone should go to. You get what I'm
2: saying? Yeah. That, it, it, it's all about you know, picking up a book and reading. That's, uh, that's something that a lot of people don't like trying to do. And when they do pick up a book to read something, it's like uh, did you learn the lesson? Because when I think of people who read self-help books and they read them over and over and over and over and over again, it's like um, if it didn't help you after the first reading, I don't think it's going to help you at all.
0: <laughs> true, true point, true point. Now, tell me, and I, this is just like one of those questions. What does it mean to be a black man for you?
2: <sighs> I think that question um, for every person would probably be a little different um, as, you know, black men are not. Uh, And black women as well. You know, we're not one um, finite being. You know, we can always uh, change who we are. Uh, But my definition of a black man is just someone, someone who stands firm on the principles, moral values. Someone who's there to uh, protect his family, nation, build. just a, a a stout person proud to be who they are they don't capitulate to um social norms and things like that you you are the trend setter um, for, uh, <laughs> more than anything else you know uh, i understand that there are leaders and there are followers in the world but every black man in his own right just as every black woman in her own right should be a leader in what they do and what they uh, profess to be um, a black man is definitely not someone who looks to another race of men to be his uh, to be his leader. Just hands down, period. Um, I think if any black man looks to any other race of people to be their leader, then that's no longer a black man. You 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 just took away the definition of what it means to be a man. I mean, how can you call yourself laying down with a woman and creating life when you still look to another man? Lead you to lead your life. Um, I think that's a a very silly notion to bring in black life but not want to be the leader for that, um, for that family.
0: Well, you know what? You are definitely a wonderful black man that I know, and uh, you do have a a channel on our otwtube.com Sign up, guys. It's free. Okay. Uh it's Uncensored Free Speech Platform. You have a couple of videos on there that I've checked out and you do these uh it's almost like blogging, right? Where you kind of just say what's on your mind and your ideologies and just you know just kind of give the world a little bit of nudge. Like hey what the hell are we doing? Uh if you could tell them where your page is at tell them where they can find you on Instagram. Let them know where they can find you
2: uh definitely so the uh otw tube um uh, would be the best place that you can go to um i would say to actually catch any of the videos that i try to upload um and of course this black mag is on there b-l-k-m-a-g-u-s um i do have a instagram page here's the thing about instagram slash facebook um when i first got on them black well, I first got on Facebook like in uh, 2012 as I was exiting the uh, army. I only got on it to play video games, <laughs> um, and a couple of people who don't know, um, I went by the moniker of "You Got Ripped Off" because I was just like, Yeah, "I'll just make a fictitious uh, email account through Gmail, and that'll be what I'll go by." Because I'm not trying to, you know, reconnect with anybody from my past. Hey, <laughs> If you like me, then you uh, you would have been with me through through all of this. And yeah, so I just didn't want people to be able to find me. I, I didn't take uh, social media serious back then, so I only did it for games. Um, I only recently got on Instagram, i say maybe within the last three years, but I only seriously started using Instagram maybe uh, two... One or two years ago, to be honest, and you know, I I would upload my videos there because Facebook always had me blocked for for unknown reasons. Um, I I guess just you know being a supporter of Straight Black Pride and things that uh, I post from there, they automatically just stripped away a a bunch of uh things that I could do. Also, I got rid of the Facebook app, so I only use like the I only use my phone's uh, mobile web browser. To get on there so that also limited things i can do um, but instagram i they seem, at least in my opinion instagram seems to be less of a analytics um platform where you know basically monitoring every, any and every damn thing that you're doing and selling that information um, so i i started using instagram to do my uh my videos and stuff like that but now, and if anyone who has seen the recent post that I've put up, um, after sharing, the uh, you know, Nazi piz- pictures of the Azov battalion over there in Ukraine that, uh, America is lying about, they're calling them heroes, but those people are Nazis. Um, yeah, Instagram is now <laughs> getting ready to, to pull the plug on me as well. So, um, I'm actually trying to start up my platform on Twitch, um, but I only got like 16 people on there <laughs> and to do the, I, when I use the Twitch, I, I really want to use it to do extended videos, not the little 10, 15 minute videos I used to do on Instagram. Um but you can definitely find me on, uh, on Twitch under black Magus. Oh, um, I don't know if you'll be able to find me on Instagram uh, again, only because it's tied to the Facebook. And since I never really wanted to be found, Um, I have all kinds of privacy settings um, and you know people not being able to find me on there but I am thinking about removing that at least from the Instagram maybe I'll keep the Facebook more private and just leave the Instagram more accessible but you can find me on on any of those platforms under uh, B-L-K-M-A-G-U-S Black Mags.
0: Okay, cool, cool, and yes, that's otwtube.com, sign up. Uh, This replay will be on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, all that other stuff, and the replay will also be on OTWTube. I'll also give you a copy so you can put on your Twitch if you want, yeah? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know more about you. What was life like for you growing up? Whew.
2: So, um, I was born in the '80s, um, in uh, in New Orleans. I'm, I'm a New Orleanian by uh, by birth, and I was actually born on Mardi Gras Day, and which kind of uh upset my mom because <laughs> she still wanted to party. Um, I grew up during the crack era. Um, my father was actually, a, um, a crackhead, um, you know, rest in peace for him. Um, it was, a, man, it's a little hard to talk about cause, um, I grew up when New Orleans was like the murder capital and I grew up in the St. Thomas projects. Um, if anyone knows, you know, knows New Orleans or, or, or the wards, um, Louisiana is actually different whereas other cities have counties Louisiana actually has parishes And within a parish uh, I lived inside of Orleans Parish And Orleans Parish is made up of different wards W-A-R-D um, And the easiest way I could describe the wards Is And, and I hate to use this as a uh as a reference, but um, it, it just points towards the divisiveness that our people have been uh, brainwashed into having. But when you think of wards, just think of uh, tribal, um, tribal communities in Africa who you know war against each other because you know just, it's just tribalism. You know, you're not part of this tribe, so so they beef amongst each other, not just seeing the simple fact that hey, we're both black, uh, we're both African. Um so growing up in the tent ward um and I, mean, and I mean inside inside the wards you also had your own violence and stuff like that and it it, it molded me um to be desensitized of course like any black person to black death um to seeing uh, you know our problems our poverty our issues and my father didn't really want us growing up like that um he got shot in his stomach when i was about five or six years old um i later found out that's because you know he was uh was messing with somebody's stash (laughs) he was messing with someone's stash so um we moved out of there and every home we ever lived in after that you know my pops always would literally screw a board um, metal bars and stuff on the back door um, We would have a lot of locks On our front doors and We'd have uh, You know I mean, Basically we lived in what would be classified as a fire hazard Because we had the iron bars On each window on, on the front door um, my, fo- my pops wanted to Keep us protected at all times And um, he raised us up just playing, just playing video games You know, I'm not going to have y'all out there in the streets I'm going to have you in these books and for entertainment, you're just gonna play video games. Um, so I grew up heavy into uh, into video games and uh, and movies. Like man, I couldn't tell you how many how many movies we had just on VHS. You know, you go run down to the video store, record those videos, <laughs> and keep them. So um, I, I just grew up an inside child, except for when it was time to go to school. Um, and because of my bad penmanship. Um, my, and my father was actually a high school dropout, but he uh, he got his GED and he graduated from uh, from Job Corps learning, uh, you know, just being a tradesman. Um, so I would call my father a jack of all trades because so, I've literally seen him build uh, not build a whole house, but he definitely built additions to homes for people. He, um, he, he worked on cars and stuff like that. He tried to teach me tools, but it was too late because he already ingrained technology in me. So um, I was always big and heavy in technology, and still am. Um, uh, I do IT, um, networking. Uh, I haven't really done it for myself. Um, that's always been a, a plan, a goal in life. But um, as I matured through life and having you know a family, things change. <laughs> things change um, so now I'm actually using those skills that I've learned for networking um I've applied it to real life um networking and you know building with people um, coming across people e- even with yourself um you know I met you through um, through our, our, our mutual um, friend uh DC uh, radical one and you know you put together an Otw tube and I was like yo that's a sister I got to support because She has a platform that, um, I could definitely use, but it's also for, you know, our people (laughs) and who doesn't want free (laughs) freedom of speech, you know, (laughs) like you can't, you can't beat that. Um, but I, I definitely, um, I definitely had, had a hard, um, childhood and things like that growing up, uh, just the black sheep of the family and still am. Uh, especially after you know coming into consciousness or African centered consciousness, I should say, um, and you know my family just looks at it as that's that Wakanda shit. That, nobody want to hear that. Get out of here with that Wakanda shit. You know they need something to uh, to immediately use to uh, to cancel to cancel me out. And you know it's it's Black it's Black Panther for them. I'm like, yeah, you know, I was talking this stuff before Black Panther came out, but whatever, you know. <laughs> um, but just a. Uh, you know I was just a book a book nerd but I never had anyone to uh, feed that 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 interest in me um I would only read what I was interested in and at the time it was like poetry and um, Greek mythology um and anything that ever piqued my interest like I said hey I pick up I pick up a dictionary I pick up Encyclopedia botanica and I would just read it study it and stuff like that um and you know I grew up a loner a lot so it was hard for me to make those connections with people. And when I did, you know, people were always taken back by me because I'm straightforward. Um, I don't hold I don't hold my tongue. I just say I say what I want to say, basically. And not having a a healthy childhood, I killed my emotions off at like the age of 12. So when I when I spoke, hey, I was real harsh and <laughs> Real harsh. I I can actually admit that. And you know, throughout the years, I have now finally learned how to be uh, a little more tactful in what I say. But still, uh, hey, when you're when you're a blunt person, people don't uh, people don't take to that kindly. (laughs) They don't take to that kindly. But
0: I want you to be as blunt and as real and as knowing that the First Amendment exists here. We can say whatever we want, and there's no censorship. And basically topics, topics in the news. You talked about this whole war thing, you know, the, the Nazis, uh what there's the passing of Kevin Samuels. There's there's so much going on. What do you want to talk about bluntly?
2: <laughs> you know, I I don't first and foremost, I don't I don't watch TV. I I disconnected from uh from T V back in like 2015 you know that's when I finally pulled the, the cable plug everyone in my family and friends or a few friends I had they all thought I was crazy and wanted to uh brainwash my children um my father-in-law actually told me that I'm restricting my children um by not letting them watch tv and <laughs> That just that just speaks to a whole another level of mental side that uh that people have. You know, you think you need the TV to tell you how to live your life, but from the few things in the, in the news that I do know about, I have seen through social media the passing of of that faggot ass Kevin Samuels. I'm not really gonna speak on that. I see a lot of people have already jumped on it. All I have really have to say is how. How powerful was this guy if he was actually creating um, divisiveness between black men and black women and then he dies on top of a white woman? I mean, somebody make that make sense to me. How how do you call yourself being a uh, consultant between black men and black women, but you still put the white woman on, on a pedestal? And that's just happens to be the person who you died on top of. I mean, that speaks on itself. That should let you know, dude was nothing but uh, good for nothing. Oh, now for the that's
0: that's crazy. Now before you go on, that's crazy. You heard that? I heard he passed on a tranny that has a um. What is OnlyFans? I'm just saying we're not gossip people, but it it is what it is, right?
2: (laughs) <laughs> what now nah. now nah, you've piqued my interest <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, the truth will never come out of mainstream media but hey uh, black news will definitely find out and the fact that none of his family members have spoken on it I could definitely see that that is you know what you just said I could definitely see that that is probably the, the, the truth of how he you know died or whatever because um, <laughs> nobody wants to say uh, yeah it out on top of a tranny <laughs> or was the, t- uh, was the tranny on top of him mm. <laughs> So people like them chicks with dicks from what I've heard <laughs> okay but um the 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 Ukraine um the Russia Ukraine thing um I've spoken on it a little bit but not in detail only because I I don't you know I get my information all about those things from from a from a good brother um, goes by the name of T West. He has a uh, he also has a, a platform on the uh, on Twitch um under the Afro Afro Synergy News. That's A-F-R-I-S-Y-N. Oh and i'm I'm drawing a blank right now. I could definitely find it um a little later and spell it out but afro Synergy news and um this brother seems to have been you know broadcasting real news uh, he's from his accounts um since like the seventies and I've heard of him um from irritated genius of the southeast that's the uh, uh you know one of the most hated <laughs> hated people in white america um the uh, I guess you would say the leader of the straight black pride organization, um, which I guess I could say, uh, I'm a proxy member of just through my stout support of that organization. Um, but he put me on to uh, to the brother T. West, and man, any information that you get from that platform, trust me, it is 100% the truth, and you will be enlightened like during 2020 when. The pandemic hit. For the first four months, I was like everybody else, scared to go outside. And when I went to the grocery store, I was layered head to toe in protective gear. You couldn't even—the only thing you you would be able to see was my eyes. And then I got on to Afro synergy News back when he had a YouTube channel, and he just debunked the whole thing, and I. In like the course of maybe two weeks, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not giving in to this anymore." My wife thought I was crazy. She thought I was gonna die. She was like, "Why you want to go places without your mask? Why you want to do this? Why you want to do that?" And then I was like, "Well, look outside and tell me what do you see? You see people running up and down the street, you know, because we live in we live in a in a suburb on the outskirts of Denver, um, in Aurora, Colorado." And, you know, you just see white folk everywhere having fun, enjoying their lives. And here we are inside, scared. Like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to live a life of fear. And I understand that this thing is real, but it's like the flu. And I've always had a very strong immune system since I was a child. Um, I rarely got sick out of all of my siblings (laughs) i rarely ever got sick and when i did i always bounced back like real fast so i said hey we just make sure we treat it like the flu you know don't touch your orifices um always make sure you wash your hands and stuff like that and don't walk around sick people and guess what we'll be all right to this day i i have never caught covid I know of people who've caught it. The family members who caught it and told me that I was crazy for what I planned on doing. But here I am. I haven't caught it. They have. So, yeah. Um. But I'm sorry, I, I got off topic there. Um. Back to the Ukraine thing. <laughs> back to the Ukraine thing. Um. Just you know, just from the information I've gotten from the brother uh, T West. Um. You know, I. I. He's been talking about it since like December you know, before mainstream media was even talking about it. And he just showed me, you know, he showed, he showed the world again that, Hey, this is actually started from the, uh, from the 2014 coup started by Joe Biden. Um, when he went over to Ukraine and basically, you know, to save Hunter's ass when, uh, that whole laptop thing first started, you know, and he did that under quote unquote black first black president, Barack Obama, um, They overthrew the country that um, the the democratically elected um, people who were there, and you know, sent over like a billion uh, American tax dollars to that country. You know, they've been stealing our tax dollars and sending it over there, and you know, just from watching everything that he's been uh, putting out in the news and stuff like that, um, and and definitely on this on his Telegram. So, uh, if anyone. That calls themselves uh, not wanting to capitulate or listen to mainstream media, and you don't have a Telegram account, yeah, yeah you 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 def, you're definitely lacking. Um, Telegram is now um, another one of those very good free speech platforms. Um, I would say download the app, find a group, man. Just type type in a name of something, and, <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty sure there is a group out there. Um, Other than Russia and Ukraine and being in the news uh, The only other things that I've Really been paying attention to um, Is like this whole uh, Transhumanism Um, I I, I don't even want to get into the whole Roe versus uh, I can't even remember The name of that whole thing but you know the whole uh, Abortion stuff because Of the pure fact that If you don't see that you know white people are actually Now trying to save themselves Because they know their numbers are low If you don't, if you don't see that and don't understand that, then you've been, you've been damaged by mainstream media, just, just hands down. Um, These people know their numbers are dwindling, and they've been saying it since like the nineties. I mean, since the nineties, they've said in like 2040, 2050, they're, they were going to be the minority, you know? Um, So them just trying to finally get rid of all of this abortion stuff is, uh, them trying to save their numbers and, you know, got black folks still still on that on that bullshit train thinking that uh these laws are for them hey we have amendments to even make us citizens of this uh of this so-called country so that should tell you right then and there that in any moment they could just take those amendments away and uh you you you're back to legally being a, a second class or, well, we're not even second-class citizens anymore. The Asians and the Hispanics have taken that, and soon the Ukrainians who are being moved here and the Afghanis who are being here will be that. So they they've definitely put us on the far back burner as a class of citizen. They're they're basically getting ready to wipe us out. The way that I see it, um, just outright killing us. I mean, hell, cops walking our homes now and, and blow us away like you can't deny these things like they walk in our homes now and blow us away and they got us on this on this on this fag stuff you know if you if we're not if we're not repopulating the the planet then it's genocide just hands down plain and simple it's just straight genocide
0: Well, you talked about mainstream media and all the things that, you know, they the propaganda on top of the indoctrination and all the madness, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. How do you see society now, you know, from growing up and just kind of seeing like being like in the middle of a war, basically, right? That crack Mm -hmm. epidemic. How do you see society now with the transhumanism with the agendas on top of agendas on top of agendas. How are you able to stay sane? How do you see it?
2: This this is OTW tube, right?
0: Go ahead now. Lean this,
2: this, in. This, this is freedom of speech, right? That, that's and, what you're saying, right? Look, I promise
0: it motherfucking is. Go ahead.
2: All right. Uh, now, I might hurt some feelings. I mean, <laughs> um... I'll take you back to one of my Childhood movies um, Mississippi Burning That movie um, Whenever we would watch it at, you know, Even as a child um, We would just It would instill a, 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 a bit of rage in us Now my parents were They were far removed From anything of being conscious Or African centered or anything like that, but you know they they grew up in these in the '60s, you know during the uh, the era uh, in the South, <laughs> so they grew up during segregation. Um, they grew up during integration. They grew up during the Black Power um, era, civil rights era, and all that stuff. So they lived through racism, um, and I can still remember seeing pictures of you know just my pops wearing dashikis and afros and stuff like that so and, and i believe that came from the uh hip hop era because he he loved public enemy he 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 uh, enemy man i don't know why i say enemy. um he loved public enemy so he never really taught us this whole love everybody thing um my mother she was a stout christian and she never tried to teach us to love everyone. So I don't know where some of these people come with this. You know, my, my parents taught me to love everybody. If you come from the South, I i had to, I had to slap the shit out of you for saying something stupid like that. Because there ain't no goddamn way in the world you can grow up in the South anytime between the 60s and I would say the 2000s. Hell, maybe even now. There's no way you can grow up in the South and, and speak this, I love everybody bullshit. Because in the South, white folk let you know exactly who the fuck they are. Um, And, man, I was trying to keep away from the cussing. (laughs) I can't, I can't lie because I I, I try not to cuss as much anymore. But, white people let you know exactly who the fuck they are um, in the South. Um, As I tell some people, especially black people here in Colorado where they, they don't believe in racism, I tell them that, you know, in the South, it's overt, like, Cracker will walk up to you in your face and just tell you, hey, and you know, if you're on the work, you're on the work site or whatever, hey, and I don't like you. And you tell me hey, Cracker, I don't like you. But you have the mutual understanding that you're at work. You don't want to lose your job. You need to do what you need to do. And at the end of the day, you both go your separate ways. Just don't cross over into my town and I won't cross over into your section of town. And everything's copacetic. It's just that it's just that damn simple. <laughs> So Mississippi Burning was a movie that really um, put an emphasis on the type of hatred that uh, white people have for us. So it was always kind of like instilled in me. And just growing up throughout the uh, throughout the years, I had you know black teachers who, ironically, would pick me out of a, a out of a group of children to just make sure that they would say something to or or, or instill a, a bit of of power of black power into um and I remember ninth grade my English teacher started reading um Make Me Wanna Holler by um a book uh, autobiography actually uh by Nathan by the author Nathan McCall and I didn't really I was into cutting school at that time because I was tired of being the bookworm. I was tired of being the person who stood out. Hell, I'm in high school and I am supposed to be part of the popular crew. And I really didn't sit there and listen to her read the book as much, but I did love what I heard from it. So, later on, like nine years later, um, I came across the book at a store, purchased it and read it and Man, I was just blown away Because it was like I grew up in the 80s This brother Just like, you know Same age as my parents And detailed What life was like for him And he perfectly mimicked Not perfectly mimicked But mimicked the same issues That I went through during my age And I was like Yo Black people have been doing The same exact thing Since the 60s into the 70s, into the 80s, into the 90s, and nothing has changed. And these people have not changed. They continue to keep a goddamn foot on our fucking necks. So, <laughs> what do I have to be happy and, and loving with them for? So, I've always grew up not really liking white people as much. um If I'm in circles around them or I'm working Work with them, especially when I got into the military Um, They instill That sense of camaraderie Into you, because Hey, I can't have you fighting each other If we're all supposed to be in another country Fighting each other, which I've still seen Brothers and sisters get Get beaten Murdered By white people in in the military And it's things that get Swept under that no one talks about but yeah, you, know, you could just easily look up. Um, I can't not remember the sister's name, but there's there's multiple rapes in the uh, in the military that in all branches of the military that have happened, and then those sisters were murdered, and come to find out they were they were raped by their white commanders. They were some of them were gang raped by other members. Um, it, it's just a, a sick, sad thing. So I've never. I've never, <laughs> let me say this again, I have never had a love for these people, but I have always tried to not let it get the best of me. Um, after reading Nathan McCall's book, I sent him an email and he got he got back to me literally on the day I was shipping out um, for basic training and I read the And, you know, he just instilled some powerful words to me saying that he felt my my rage just through my words. And he said, you know, now that you have that, don't let it destroy you. Use that and build, you know, use that to motivate you to do something else. Don't let it over, you know, consume you. So when I got out of the service, actually, I was getting ready to get out of the service and my wife was getting ready to go do a Bible study. I was watching CNN before, you know, I just started playing some video games or whatever. And the story headlines were going that black child in Florida was shot and killed. And I was like, what's this about? And it was Trayvon Martin. And they, they played the uh, 911 call. And to just hear that child screaming for his life before the gunshot, it broke me down. My wife seen me crying. And again, I, I was a man who very emotionless, Like me and my wife got together. We, we didn't even date, you know, we, we hung out, (laughs) we hung out. We, we were both looking for friends at the time. So our dating was really us mainly hanging out, but we were both from the same city, just different parts of the city. Um, So she's never really seen me cry. That was the first time she sees, she saw me cry. Like I broke down in a way that I had never broken down before. And (laughs) And it was just like, yo, here I am getting out of the United States military, this place that's supposed to be all brotherly love and stuff like that, and, you know, black people and white people being together, but here this black child was just murdered for no for no reason. For for no reason. And it's like shit hasn't changed. Um, so when I got out of service, um, found the straight black pride, or found War on the Horizon, um, irritated Jeannie, and it's it's been... It's been a, a conscious life, spiritual, education. Every aspect of my life has been has been definitely changed. And I've been working on becoming a better person just through just through them and seeing the world for for more of what it is than what I thought it was, because I had a small scope of what the world was in comparison to what they've awakened my eyes to the reality of hey (laughs) there's there's parts of the world that you don't even know there's history that you don't even know here come learn this come learn our history come learn our greatness and that has definitely uh taken me down the path of um being able to do you know what i do now these uh these free thinker moments um that i upload to otw too
0: So, what you're saying, so basically, do you feel like your mission in life has changed through, uh, you know, just with the straight black pride movement or just all the things that you've been through? Are you able to see what your mission in life is?
2: <laughs> yes, I, I definitely have. Um, straight black pride taught me to love black people. Um, always liked black people, but again, that e- that emotion in, that killed off emotions, I could never really make connections. So I cut people off real easy <laughs> like I my even my own family members um from things that they've that they've done to me, even on a personal, especially on a personal level like. And I, I, I hear a lot of people talk this, uh, you know, how you pl- how you plan to be this and how you plan to be that or how you plan to be this for black people when you don't even have um, a connection to your family. Well, I mean, who who willfully plays in the rose bush? Let's just put it that way. Who willfully plays in the rosebush? You're not going to play. You're not gonna want to be in an environment where you're constantly being hurt hurt, and hurt, so I've learned to just cut people just clean the hell off um and that's worked for me because I feel that I filled that gap up with the love of my people and you know just through the efforts of straight like pride I've learned to um I learned the skills to actually get people together and since about 2015 2016 um, I always told myself That hey I'm I'm going to own my own computer repair Store this is what I'm going to do With that goal um, uh, uh, Again you know Life happened children marriage And stuff like that so you, you start putting those things on the back burner To provide for your family and things um, And then it just came to the point where it was like You need to do something for your people (laughs) like (laughs) like you can still have your personal goals, but you need to do something for your people. Like we're out here. We're out here suffering in in ways that black folk will not acknowledge or black black people just don't even they're they're not aware of, you know, things like uh, Carter G. Woodson, you know, um, speaking on the the miseducation of the Negro. Um, you know, I try explaining that to, to a family member of mine, like, yo, every, the, the way of life that you're trying to live has already been dissected back in the 1920s. And it's not the right path. And of course that got, that got turned down. Cause it was like, no, oh, that's stupid talk. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but again, here we are 100 years, no, 102 years later and still doing the same thing we're still doing the same thing um so straight black pride man had they have definitely uh taught me that going after the black mind um saving the black mind away from the the American multicultural agenda the genocidal agenda the the economic agenda. I mean, the nine areas of people activity. Um, you know, um, first put out by Nellie Fuller in his um, in his compens- compensatory um, code, where he dissects the uh, the nine areas of people activity that racism, white supremacy, uh, um, supremacy has put together to subjugate us. Um, those nine areas being uh, labor, law, education, um, religion war sex uh economics um uh, i'm drawing the blank for the uh for the last two but every area of people activity these people have uh, put together an, you know an apparatus to 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 conquer and, and dominate um that's how they use their their system of racism white supremacy and um just through straight black pride i'm seeing that the way to combat those efforts is, hell, we got to put together our own um, we got to put together our own compensatory code, which is what Nearly Fuller teaches um, through his books um, and how to combat how to combat those things Um, so I'm definitely uh, working with some brothers here in Colorado finally, after like five, seven years to put together our own, uh, create our own um, movement, organization um, to try to get Try to save our people like just hands down plain and simple
0: now now what does that look like right what does that look like to you or th- through things that you've uh thought of without giving the uh the ingredients to the Krabby Patty as they say <laughs> to plankton and so what does that look like you know with the black panther party they did start that whole uh the uh the movement to make sure that children ate which actually uh, our government has it now right this is how that they're feeding the children at school but this was something that the black panthers introduced right if it was up to america hey, give me your tax dollars <laughs> you're not getting exactly. this back and so what for you just a little bit of peak what does that look like for our people that we need to do for our people
2: let me first say just speak real quick on, on, on what you brought up with the panthers and, and and school lunch right um the government still doesn't i mean first and foremost there is no such thing as free i mean the panthers yes they gave the they they did that for the people and the people received that as free but it wasn't free from the panthers it wasn't free from um from the stores who they would petition to actually get some of those uh those food items from you know um but yet and still the people who received it you know they received it as as something free the government does not give does not do these programs for free as you already said they get it back in their tax dollars and if you're a homeowner you all you know anyone who's a homeowner and you get your you get your, your tax statement um you look at your tax statement and you see how much you're paying for your school district and man i of all my taxes and luckily i'm a, i'm a veteran so i actually that's the one thing i don't have to pay is a uh, uh for my home is this taxes that's actually covered um by the government in, in a way <laughs> in in a way cuz again it's not free <laughs> um but the taxes alone for the school will just kill you here. Um, So they don't, they don't, they definitely don't give that away for free. Um, But uh, what it looks like for us is uh, again, just going after those nine areas of people activity um, and and finding finding members, um, finding people, I should say, who i don't i used to think and 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 i'm still growing in in my way of thinking um especially you know trying to do this um far (laughs) uh 26 hours away from from dc you know um not on my own but in, in 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 a way i am um just trying to find serious minded People I'm not even looking for like minded people I feel like that's where I went I went wrong throughout the years of trying To do this before since like 2015 um, I was always Trying to look for like minded people And come to find out here in Colorado Again um, that they're not Like minded people um, they, They're they heavily integrated Black people who move here They move here for the integration Um even even Africans, you know, they, they move here, they leave their African wives and, and get with white women. Like, I, I've seen it a, a, a ton. I've seen it a lot. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm not going to look for like minds anymore. I'm going to look for serious minds, people who see the conditions of black people and they want to change those conditions by not exploiting the people you know and i have to I have to make that that point um firm by not exploiting the people you know like kevin samuels who was exploiting the people um like your your fba ados um people they're exploiting the people i mean a broken <laughs> a broken clock is is correct you know at least twice a day but what about all of the other times of the day you know <laughs> what about all of the other times you know hey if the clock always sits at 12, then, of course, when 12 p.m. and 12 a.m. come, it's always going to be correct. But worried about the rest of the time from 1 to 3.11, that clock is wrong. And people need to understand that a lot of these uh, a lot of these people are, have now found out how to exploit us. Um, And, and I can say that comes from the church because we see how the how, how the black church has done black people with the whole destroying not not no hold on let me rephrase that not destroying the community but not addressing the issues in the community you know that uh, alone by itself while still taking the money out of the community and putting it back into the white banks that they get their loans from and you know getting their cars their homes and stuff like that they've exploited people and the, those organizations that I just named and th- those, are, I only named those because those are the big named ones but we all know some black organizations that are out here exploiting the people, talking about they're trying to actually better the people no, I'm not out here to to exploit my people I'm out here to try to save my people I want to be able to uh, I want to be able to we re reawaken re- ah, the African mind and you don't have to call yourself an African, but you do need to recognize your African heritage. And once you recognize your African heritage, you can now look at the world and see how your culture, your history, your, you know, everything about your being and your people have been have been taken by other groups of people. And they now profit off of it financially, spiritually, spiritually. Again, through the nine areas of people activity, they all they all make gains off of the things that we have done, and we still see it. You know, if you look back to 2020 and 2021, where the TikTokers were talking about we're we're going on strike. I mean, first and foremost, you're not an employee of TikTok, but whatever. Um, but they they went on strike because they said they were tired of making all the content, and then all other races of people stealing their content and making money off of it. <laughs> well, why are you? Why are you? Why are you doing things on TikTok? Why are you not on OTW too? <laughs> you know, so that part alone. That's really what, what what we're putting together is um just trying to reclaim the African mind, and you know we want to do it first by appealing to things that Black people like, and right now the biggest thing that Black people, especially in Colorado, seem to be interested in is uh is a uh, firearms so we're trying to do firearm safety classes um right now I've actually done um I, i've I've helped train people privately just friends and stuff like that um and that was that was something that I'd never thought about doing until uh straight black pride when you know someone just straight up asked me like if someone was to ask you what skill or trait can you give black people right now what would you do? And I was like, put on the spot because I was like, oh, man. Uh, uh, uh. And then it hit me. It was like, hey, stupid, you were in the military. You learned firearm safety. You can't be an instructor, but you could definitely pass those skills on. Um, so I just started doing that. And, you know, that's actually one of the first things that um, we want to do. Um, but that we want to do that as a means to gather people in to get uh, to get a light on us so The next step would be, uh, you know, just doing social mixers. I I get that from watching uh, Brother DC, Um, you know, just doing social mixers, bringing black men and black women together and then wanted to, you know, put that into a actual uh, relationship building, you know, Um, black man, black woman healing, you know, Um, closing that gap, Um, getting black men and black women to talk again because, Again, we're we're seeing how we're being exploited, and there's some social media people out here, man, that are, yeah, black women calling black men bullet bags. Like that's all we are. <laughs> like they they the whole the whole era of of scandal, Shonda Rhimes that that shit has done some 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 bad damage to the minds of black women. They they're out here chasing the zaddy fetish and calling black men bullet bags. <laughs>
0: I mean, when you're you're saying like that, you said women. Let me tell you something. My son, he's 15 now, right? He's about to be 16. My son Mm -hmm. came home in the third grade and he said, you would not believe what happened today. And I said, what happened? Right? Because I always ask them, like, how was school? And then we kind of correct the truth. And then I go, well, that's the answer for the test. Because school is a what? And they go business, right? So Mm -hmm. he said to me, "Um, today was like a free day. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, well, we got to watch what we wanted to watch because you know the teacher kind of put on the tv because it was like really hot you know those last days before you go out and he's in the third grade and he goes the teacher says what would you guys like to watch and he said all the girls in third grade said scandal wow and he said mommy and i was like (gasps) "And he was like that's horrible and i was like yeah yeah, And then he goes But you know what was worse And I was like what He said Most of the boys said Empire Wow And he was like That's what he was like Because you know They've got the You know He knows like we No we're not watching that Because they've got men Kissing in the mouth You don't need to see that <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying It's like And I explain to them why, no, you can't watch this, no, you can't watch that, why you shouldn't see porn before you need to see porn. I explain that stuff, even though people tell me, it's too early, and why are you telling them about sexual abuse, and no, because you have to talk to your children. Yes, they're children, but they're like little people, and you have to explain to them, no, you shouldn't watch this, because this will develop your psyche to think like this. You're gonna think, I'm gonna marry Kennedy. No, you're not. You don't want to marry a Kennedy. Do you get what I'm saying? No, you don't. You you don't want to feel like uh, love is love if you get what I'm saying, right? Whatever people do in their bedroom is their business, right? But no, dude, and it starts with the children.
2: <sighs> Definitely, you know. Yesterday, um, someone sent me a video on in- on Instagram and. It was a child, and and I, I always use the term child. Um, I, I like to try to put things in their proper perspective and use proper words. I don't, I don't say kid. Kid is a goat. I mean, you you go look up the definition of kid. It's a goat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know why 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 people call children kids? It's because, of, it, like you said, it's a goat, and goats don't listen. But that's a different animal. <laughs> Kids, no, it's true. It's children. They're children. They're children.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and, and guess what? Who, who's whose job is it to make sure the children listen? Though <laughs> it's the people who bring them into in, in this into this world. So if you're raising kids, it's probably because you're still a kid, your damn self. <laughs> you don't want to listen to your heart. Um, but the 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 video was a uh, a child probably I would say between the ages of five and seven. He walked up to a, a grown man with fingernail polish and and press on nails on on his fingers on his on his toes, and the child was just like, "Men don't do that. Men don't wear this. Men don't wear that." And it it really, right? It really speaks to this whole narrative of, "Oh, children aren't." children don't know these things unless you teach it to them you know people like to say if you put a black child and a white child together they're gonna they're gonna get along because nobody teaches them racism but that's that's false that's a lie some things are innately in people some things are just innately in people and children at least african children you know black children um and when I use the term black or African, it's synonymous with with, with one and the other. So if I say black, it, it automatically means African. If I say African, it automatically means black. Um, we innately have that instilled in us, you know, that, those morals that, that <laughs> why do you think when you really look at what the agenda is doing right now, they're they're, they're more focused on us. You know, why have we never seen uh, the white version of Scandal? You know, there was a movie, you know, called Mandingo that came out like back in the seventies uh, or the eighties, um, where that showed white women pandering for the for the, the the black enslaved African who was there. But you know that that turned into something totally different. <laughs> that turned into something totally different. Scandal, man, the damage that has done. <laughs> Look here. Children are being programmed To see things the way that Pedophiles want them to see it It's just hands down They're seeing things the way pedophiles want them to see it And To see that child tell that man That men don't do that You know I loved I loved seeing that because It let me know that No matter what we still have An innate goodness about us That these people cannot destroy unless we allow them to. So for you to have already raised, you know, your son up that way. And that, that just speaks to the violence of the type of man that he's going to, to grow up to be, you know. Um, but it also shows him what he's going to have to deal with, with. with trying to find, you know, a spouse, a mate, someone to be with which is another reason why I'm trying to build my own organization, because I've realized that I probably have to create the spouse that I want my children to have, you know, I, 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 I can't just, I can't just do things the way that our parents, you know, probably did, you know, our parents would, and I'm not saying my parents did this specifically. My parents were just trying to survive and, 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 you know, they just happen to have some children along the way, and it, so they say, "Hey, we're going to make sure that they make it as well." But you know, and you you can tell me if I'm if you've heard this dynamic before. But some black people they they have children, and once their children turn eighteen, they kick them out of the house and tell them, "Okay, go get it on your own." Just like I got it on my own, you got to go get it for yourself. And it's like, yo, you're supposed to pre- you're supposed to prepare this world. You're supposed to prepare your child for this world, but you're also supposed to give your child. You know something and when your child is ready to leave let your child leave don't 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 force your child out but but damn sure give them the means of when they're ready to go out that they have they're not going out there like you had to go out there and get it on your own you know um
0: Oh, no no I know exactly what you're talking about I've I've seen it I've heard it I've you know but uh, the way that I was brought up right' we're like Caribbean people right I'm, I was born in Grenada, so it's this thing where you can stay for as long as you'd like as long as the the community of family is together right until mm-hmm. so you feel like you can stand on your own and even when you can you're supposed to help out the other family member you're supposed it's just it's just a whole Part of just being Of culture Right And culture is really Being authentic to self Authentic to values And Uh, Ideologies and all those things So definitely if my children wanted To to, to stay forever uh, They probably wouldn't want to Because the things that I Kind of say to them they're just like Why can't you be a regular mother and I was like What does that look like and they go well My friends don't have to hear the things you're saying Because I will point out stuff like Hey listen are any of your friends Like hitting on you and They're like oh my god like why are you having This conversation I'm like listen I have to say these things to you because a lot of times we think, even with pedophilia, right, we think that it is the adult you have to watch out for. No, it is the child that has been uh, molested that you have to watch out for, and, and you know this, they say hurt people, hurt people, and so there are things that you have to tell your children i when I was asking you about how does that look for us to save our people and for me, it starts with our children uh I know that I've said to the children's father. Take them to firearm practice. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you think, uh, you you know, the pink people do? You know what I'm saying? Like, teach Mm -hmm. your children how to use a firearm or, you know, just anything. uh, Rites of passage from boy to man, right? I think trying to teach adults is very stressful. Oh, yes. It's very stressful Because people are stuck In their fucking ways And it's disgusting But now If you could teach A Nine-year-old, right, as they put it, right, the Jesuit would say, give me your son or your daughter before eight years old and I will show you who the man is. Meaning if I could impede in their little minds and that is who the man becomes. Now, mind you, we're a little different because, yeah, we grew up in the crack era. Yeah, we grew up with propaganda and indoctrination all around us, but somehow it didn't take hold. Not all of us. There's only a few of us like that. Because I've had conversations with people, I'm like, how, how could you come from the ward and you're thinking the way you're thinking, brother, something didn't connect and you were able to see things for what it was. You were able to see the African black man that you are. Whereas so many brothers can't see that they don't even know or understand and they hate themselves. The self-hate is so real. Even with the sisters, do you get what I'm saying? And we've all been there, right? I'm not perfect. I've had weaves. I've had do you get what I'm saying? It's that, mm-hmm. it's that moment you wake up and you go, fuck this shit. Going natural. you get what I'm <laughs> You know, like, what? I'm not doing this. I'm not sitting here like that. No, that doesn't make sense. Why shouldn't you have family? What do you mean you could do it by yourself? I'm not a fucking peanut. I didn't make this baby by myself. So why I got to raise this baby by myself? Do you get what I'm saying? You're not no, peanut. You're It's family. It's a man and woman. And you come together and you create this utopia for your children. Is it perfect out there? No, we don't live on that plane. But we have to tell them... From the beginning, I mean, I, I normally tell my children's friends when they come, I try to explain things to them because, of course, everyone grows up different, right? It's that moment when you... I'm sure when you went into the military, you got to see that nobody grew up like you.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I I, I mean, like I said, my, my, me and my wife are both from New Orleans, but I grew up on... The uh, I grew up in the impoverished side of New Orleans, whereas she grew up with the black people who were trying to, uh, I guess you, I guess you would say, people who were trying to make their own suburbs and stuff like that, but doing it amongst white people. Um, and uh, ironically, you know, when my wife finally uh, walked away from Christianity and uh, and and got awakened. Uh, back in 2020, after the murder of uh, Breonna Taylor, um, she opened up to me and told me some things that her father has said, and it it blew me away. It really blew me away, and it kind of speaks to what you were just saying. You know, it's it's black people want to make everyone else black, but themselves, right? Right. They want to make everyone they want to give black credit to everyone but themselves and they want to imitate white people. But they don't see the intricate things that white people do like firearms. They got their children in firearms at four or five years. Hell, they probably give them a firearm as soon as they're born. But you can see how they have their their own junior leagues and stuff like that. You don't see black children at these things. These things are 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 highly white people. But you wanna but but you wanna aspire to be white. Okay, so why are you not why are you not, not practicing the good things that they're practicing? Like firearm safety for your children, like economics for your children, right? You you want to imitate them. But, you, but the only way you can think of To be a black person Is through the means that they tell you Of how to be a black person And they have made sure to tell you How to be a black person Through media and through murder Because those who didn't capitulate Those like Huey P. Newton Black Panthers and things Malcolm X Those who stood up to show you What a, what a black man or, or Sada Shakur You know, to show you what a black woman is supposed to be They kill them They imprison them And then they tell you No, this is what a black man or a black woman is And it's like No, that's not That's not You know Turn
0: on the damn TV and, But that is the thing right And so it, it's like once you understand The true his story Right the true mm-hmm. his story Of just propaganda This whole place is all about the fucking propaganda You know the secret Of selling the negro Is a 1954 film We're talking about uh, Mink coats and cars and fancy suits Yes Right this is, this is how You know when you watch something, it's not for entertainment value. People, you have to decode the fuck out of it. Understand exactly. what they're trying to sell you. They're giving you a six and telling you it's a motherfucking nine. It's still a fucking six. You've been exactly. short. You've been short-sighted, as Malcolm says. bamboozled, hoodwinked, let a stray run amok. All that shit. That's what that is.
2: And you know know what, though? You know what? Here's the crazy thing, right? It's not even that anymore. It's not even selling you a six and telling you it's a nine. It's not even that anymore because you can see how you can at least find truth in that because you can always move the six to turn it into a nine. So if they tell you it's a nine, you can always turn that nine back into a six, meaning you can discover the truth. They're not doing that anymore now. That's... They're selling you a six, and it's really a one. It's an eight. It's a, it's a, it's a, they're straight up lying to you now. They're just straight up lying to you. They're not trying to misconstrue the truth. They're straight up lying to you now. And that's, they they have always practiced that, right? Like, when you think about education in, in the South, for instance. Like, it, my family... Thinks that something's wrong with me and that I'm brainwashed and that I'm, you know, in in organizations or movements that that are pocket watching, you know. Like, dude, first and foremost, you know, nobody's out here asking for for, for donations. So, race work doesn't doesn't make you rich. <laughs> race work doesn't make you rich. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure you know, brother uh, brother Conrad. Is he rich?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, there's no pension. There's, I'm telling you, there's none. There's not.
2: <laughs> Even with even with what you're doing, uh, if 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 you were rich, this would be live and not recorded. Am I right or am I wrong?
0: Oh no, we're live,
2: brother. We're live. Well, well, uh, well on the radio, well, but
0: not on the uh, the visual aspect of just it. my my platform, which I would love to get there and stuff. But you know, I think for me, for me, it's more so of just saying to. Just saying to people, and I, I know of other people who have platforms that look like me. Well, the 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 gender is of of course, man, but uh, you know, and and for me. Richness is not a, a; it's not a money thing. It's resources, right? Exactly. Right? It's exactly. a resource thing. And I've said to brothers, "Hey, blah blah blah, da da da." But they look at me so side eyed, like I'm being. I'm not here trying to hurt nobody. I really want us, like, for your legacy, how you would like to see things. My legacy is to make sure that we still exist after the, after we don't exist no more, right? Because they erase us, they scrub us out, they wipe us out, they delete us. I don't like that. I think that that's disgusting
2: right exactly and that's and that's exactly what i was gonna exactly what i was gonna touch on is that um you know whatever state you whatever state you're in if you go to you go to public school they teach you your state history right but do they go into detail and what i mean is for instance grew up in new orleans right so of course I learned about the Louisiana Purchase And they learned about how it doubled the size Of America and you know The type of land that America got And that they brought it from the French But what they they exclude From that lesson is The French already had enslaved Africans there So white folk also Got those Africans Okay Why did the French Need to sell France They don't tell you that OK, so you look up what what's going on with France at that time and they're fighting the enslaved Africans who they brought over to the island of Haiti. And those enslaved Africans are kicking their ass and they need money. They need to be able to fund their war. But you don't learn those things. Right. So 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 right there, like I said, like it's being misconstrued, but you can find that out. Right. All right. So now let's fast forward to where education is now. Right, back in the eighties, they weren't teaching us that they taught they taught us that slavery existed, but it didn't go into detail now they just outright say slaves were uh were indentured servants, and they were happy. there's coloring books of of enslaved Africans on plantations smiling and and singing and things like that like they're outright lying, and they're just getting ready to completely wipe us out of history as they. Like, people argue with the, uh, what is this thing, um, critical race theory, I mean, how is it a theory, like, like, it's actual history, like, my race is not a theory, you know, so that right there should tell you that this whole critical race theory thing is, is false, and from the thing that I've seen from it, that I've learned, um, it is a falsehood, but it is trying to inject a little bit of truth, but it's still just white truth, but the only reason why this even came about was because of What? White people were talking about getting rid of their history of enslaving people. Like they wanted to wipe that clean from the history books. So critical race theory came to combat that. Now, critical race theory, I would still say, is something that was created by the opposition to make black people think, hey, no, we still want we still want, want y'all to, 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 to feel and believe in it. You know, we, we're not trying to, to, to wash you out of, out of history, but they are. You're still trying to wipe us out of history, so that goes exactly to to what you just said, like oh no,
0: no what they are, darling in uh I'm in New York City as of February, uh it is against law to teach critical race theory in New York City, so let me tell you something they're making it law. Mm. Law, I can only imagine what's happening in other states. I look at my law because I need to know what the hell's going on. But Mm -hmm. because I'm here. But at the end of the day, it's law. They're not allowed to teach it because they don't want to feel any guilt. Let me tell you something. If you don't know your fucking history, whether it's their history or whoever fucking history, you are lost. How will you you find yourself and what you need to do if you don't know who's who? Henceforth, slavery, right, has ripped us apart family Right, you destroy the family, you destroy the dynamic, and then guess what? You have a bunch of confused motherfuckers running around here, not knowing what they want to do, what they want to believe in. Who are they? Do you get me saying? If I don't know who my grandmother is, then I couldn't be the person I am today.
2: You know, and you know what what speaks to that is that people, you know, black fo- black people believe that whenever we talk like this. That we're trying to get them to, to be like this, or so we want them to be, you know, you want me to you want me to see myself as an African. You want me to be African. You want me to identify as African. Or, you know, that, that shit worked back then. <sighs> I read um uh, a book by Baba uh Baba Walimu Baruti, um, the effeminization of the African Male. In there, um, he talks about what it what the word traditional means. Like, People see the word traditional and they think of old and antiquated. What they don't think about is tried and true. So when we talk about injecting your history into you, we're not trying to say we want you to dress up in, in, in you know, ancient traditional African garb and sit around in the village beating your djembe, you know, in, in the mud hut or anything like that. Like, First and foremost, there's nothing even wrong with that. Like there's still there's still you know massive um, Africans on the continent who do that to this day still. Um, there is there is nothing wrong with that. But those people don't live in the past either. They just keep their culture with them in modern times, and that's all that we're trying to get people to understand is yo, You have to have your traditional Culture about you because that Works that stuff Works trying to imitate these People with this multiculturalism And I believe that was one of the uh, I think that was the last um, Video I even uploaded On OTW2 talking about That like you know 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 your history Know where you come from because when you Try to live this this multicultural Life this American dream of, of, of What we're supposed to be then you're going to grow up a very fractured individual like when we think about let's just look at uh at, at mixed race children right or kids i'll, I'll call them kids cuz you're not black so i, I don't identify with you um, let's look at, let's let's look at them right you have uh, or let's look we can use Barack Obama as an example has has a, has a has a black father white mother but isn't raised by his black father Is raised by his white mother Now they say that he, eventually he was raised by his grandmother Or whatever It is what it is That fractured identity That that person has Where the white mother can't teach you How to be black Nor is your white mother even going to tell you that you're black Your white mother damn sure ain't going to tell you that you're white either She's going to tell you that what You're mixed Okay so what what's mixed like a mixed person didn't make Me so what's my mixed Heritage what am I supposed to Identify with because I can't identify With black even though you know The the, the construct Would tell them to identify as black because of The one drop rule but if you look At the one drop rule that was first used Back at least documented history That I found it, it dates back To the Haitian revolution again when The French had their Mulatto children who they Who they created um, to destroy you know, The enslaved Africans But then once the, Af- the enslaved Africans Whooped the mulatto's asses as The mulatto's went back to their white parents And the white parents said uh, no, You got one drop of black blood in you So you're not white And they started killing them So they forced the mulatto's to go back To the enslaved Africans to say Hey look we'll, we'll fight the whites with you <laughs> So that's where the one drop rule First really came from But just look at that right they're running in between a warring nations of people because they have nobody to identify with. And that's all that America has done now. They've created a fracture psyche of multiculturalism. Now you have people like on Twitch, for instance, people get to create their little platform or whatever, and they, put, they get to put their tag on there, just like with OTW2. You get to put your tag on there so that people can find you easy. And a lot of tags that say African-American are people who aren't... Well, let me, let, me, let me say that they can call themselves African-American because they're obviously using the American definition of what it means to be African-American, okay? But they're not black. You're not. You have people who, uh, uh, for instance, uh, um, someone who I used to follow... Before I found out that she was Quote unquote multicultural right She's proud of Hey I'm, I'm black I'm a black bitch Yeah I'm a black bitch Okay first and foremost you're a bitch So uh, you're seeing yourself as a bitch Like you, you, your psyche is already Jacked up right there
0: Right she's but, a female dog okay
2: Exactly <laughs> So you know you're made up of, of, of A whole bunch of different races of people But you're also an animal too okay Whatever Um, but she's like my father was black. My mother was white. But my mother's mother was like uh, d- just a bunch of different races. Right. And her father, he supposedly he wasn't even straight black. And, you know, straight black is black mother, black father to create a black child. <laughs> just just hands down, plain and simple. That's that's what makes you straight black. Now, anybody listening to this that that, that objects to that, yeah, you can object to it all you want. But Being black means you have a black mother And a black father Now if your black mother and black father Have you know Because we got to say this Because some people want to be like Well you know nobody here is straight black Guess what If you want to play with that You got 5% white in you That means you You want to identify with that With that 5% whiteness in you Okay (laughs) Why, why, Why do you want to hold on to that So bad Like come on, man, get out of that shit. Like, you're, you're either black or you're not. And that 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 fractured psyche has these people thinking that they can call themselves, you know, that they can identify with us, but you can't. Identify with who you are. Identify with where you come from. Because guess what? If you do that, if you ask me, that means you probably even have a, a, a bigger culture than me because you now need to learn the culture and the history of all of those you know, of your genetic makeup, the people who who make up you. So now you get to know about your Italian side, your 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 African side, your European side, your your Russian, your Ukrainian side, whatever whatever you say makes up your identity. Then go learn all of that, but go learn the truth. And when you learn the truth, come back and tell me how much you actually love th- those other sides of you, and and and, and let me know now. Uh, how do you see yourself and tell me how does multi- Multiculturalism work For you you know Multiculturalism is, is a Death agenda it's an appropriations Agenda you know it's, it's people being able to Claim other people's culture As their own because It's practiced here in America And he, no oh, man, I, I could go on for days for that.
0: Uh, I mean, no, y'all, you so right because as y'all y'all talking, I'm thinking about the fact that a lot of times it becomes a cluster of fuckery and confusion, right? So now you have someone like uh, <laughs> when uh, Biden had won the presidency, I'm and I'm, I'm home, and the people are going down the street and they're honking, and I hear a black man scream. Mind you, I live in a uh, a black neighborhood that is um what is that like uh, uh, the charlie birds and the the um the lena horns and the lived over here uh i forgot what they call that where they can't really like tear it down and <laughs> because you've had historical you know top the dog rant. people out here and there's a brother screaming kamala i give you my life what I promise you on everything I, I I wish I had something that was recording at the time. I was like, what the fuck is that? I thought it was Armageddon um <laughs> I thought to myself that woman does not believe she's a sister. her mom's from India and you know why I can understand what that means because I have people in my family there is there is a there is this it's a fractured mind. you don't think I have elders? that don't believe they're black in my family that i have to I, I, I there's nothing i could say to them where they go well you know i'm from here i don't believe i'm from africa um I, we we not we not black no more granddad like you get you get him saying and then and then asking him why do you believe that but i mean i'm able to sit down and most people don't even do this i'm sitting down with him and he's telling me something about his aunt was irish and i'm just like okay what does that mean though because when i look at you i see me Mm -hmm. right and so and then he goes well you know you know uh you know Kamala right because he's a Trump support he loves Trump <laughs> so his thing was just like uh, he didn't believe he was African he, he he didn't see himself as I said well you feel like you are what no I'm not what there's a confusion because when we grow up with confusion we stay confused
2: Exactly
0: right. I didn't, I, and this is something later on I found out in life. Well, thank God, right? Thank God for my super black side of Ashby's. And so you know, to learn that you're right, that does something to you. It's that same little kid that puts on a dress at five. He's got a willy. He's got a penis. And now he's saying this, girl, it's confusion. You grow up with confusion. Someone needs to take you and look you in the eye and go, you have a fucking penis. You're a boy. Your chromosomes say this and that and this and that. See you get what I'm saying? But we're not doing that. People are waking up. I can see, but I identify as blind. So I'm going to poke out my eyes. I, I'm, a, uh, I'm a human being, but I identify as a zebra. We'll put you in a fucking zoo. Do you get what I'm saying? Like people are <laughs> twisted. It, it, it's, I, like, I don't know what this agenda. Well, we know what this agenda is about, right? This agenda is about making sure that you don't know your fucking head from your ass to your elbow. So when they come and they get you, you. you you don't know where you are. You're like, well, we should go with them. It's the same lady that goes during the whole 2020 debacle, a, a sister, right? She looks like a black woman. She's standing on the podium and goes, I don't care what's in it. I don't get, I'll just put out my arm and you just give it to me. It's a sickness. How fucking dare you stand all in front of America and say, you don't care. Do you not know about Tuskegee experiment, bitch? Do you not? Excuse my arm. Oh my gosh, right? Like I get boiled in my blood because people are disgusting. You know how this government has treated us. You know how white people have treated us. You know how Jews have done us. Do you get what I'm saying? And you're still saying, oh, I'm going to do whatever these people tell me. Let me tell you something. I've said to people, and I know people probably think I live in a bubble because I, I don't, like you said, I don't sit and watch the news or whatever. I'll read some stuff. And I go, as long as nobody kicks in my motherfucking door, we will not have a motherfucking problem. Respect Uh. my space And I'm gonna leave you the fuck alone I don't think about white folks I think about us I think about what we need to do I ain't worried about white folks
2: For what? Respect my space or respect my gangster Which one is gonna be?
0: All day I'm telling you all day And I think the problem is Everyone feels like we all need to be integrated Even Martin Luther King at one point said I fucked up I was trying to integrate the burning building, and they had to. They was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Pull a cord on this motherfucker," because that's not what we sent him to say. Even he started seeing it was wrong.
2: But check that out, though. Right? Like, how how are black people still celebrating Martin Luther King? How through the ways that white people have taught you to celebrate this man, so you don't hear about the burning building? speech you don't hear about that you don't know about him actually sitting down and finally meeting um elijah muhammad and getting knowledge of self and that shortly after meeting with elijah muhammad is when he was assassinated they will tell you that he was assassinated after um speaking out against the war no He could speak out against the war How many goddamn people were speaking out against the war That were not killed He was killed because he Got a little bit of knowledge And he had a strong black following He had a strong black following Now what would have happened Had he took those people Who he misled And said hey I fucked up But here's the right way to do it Let's go over here What would have happened at that point
0: Oh, It it would have been 1804 all over again, because if anybody knows anything about the motherfucking Haitian Revolution, religion was not a factor that held motherfuckers back. Nobody had a problem with sticking themselves in a motherfucking can and took them out. I'll come back as a gnat, motherfucker. Blow this bitch up.
2: There you go. You got to you got to remove you got to remove that 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 fear, that fear chip. and, And black people are afraid to say that they're afraid. (laughs) <laughs> they're they're programmed and brainwashed in a way to think that they're not afraid. But the moment you say, "I'm not going to do this because it's going to take this from me," like, but like that sounds stupid. I'm, what I look like putting my money into this? Like, then I, I don't have that money. That means you're afraid. You're afraid to be broke. Let me tell you. Just in in the, in the short ten years of being here in Colorado, I have been up and down. I I don't I can't tell you how many damn times I have. Look, I send donation. I try to send monthly donations out. Like I made sure to do it all of last year, and, and you can attest to this because I made sure to always send you a, a donation. And I stopped that about a, a couple months ago. Because what people don't 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 know is that I had my own financial struggles. But even during my own financial struggles, this entire time, I sent money out until I couldn't send it anymore. I'm not afraid to be broke I'm not These folk have used Economics to keep black people Scared Just plum scared oh,
0: Darling the financial castration Is real when they get a hold of the fucking balls and they Squeeze it till it's about to pop off The shit that people will succumb To and just say oh Okay let me tell you something You can't eat a coin You can't cut up a dollar bill and put it on your salad. Do you get what I'm saying? We need to learn how to grow food. We need to know how to rectify this soil with all the motherfucking chemtrails that they spray on. (laughs) We need to figure out the basics and we don't know the basics when 2020 happened and people were fighting over water i promise you that was i ain't about that life do you know how to filter water you had no business at the store if you know how to filter water someone said to me oh my god what am i gonna do about diapers bitch that's a new invention what did your elders do before pampers existed <clears throat> their cloth diapers grab a piece of rag let the motherfucker run around I, 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 you got I'm saying yes someone yes. told me there's no bread i said brother the brother living in long island you know the brothers are supposed to be a conscious brother he would like, say man i went to the store and there was no and, it, and this is how you, you know you look at certain people and you go man that look like me but that don't think like me he said man mm-hmm. i don't know what to do there's no bread i said there's no bread brother what are you saying he said man these kids are so greedy i said Does your baby mother or you know about flour? Put some flour in a bowl. Get some water. Because you still got that running out the damn thing. A little salt and pepper. A little baking soda. You either fry it or you motherfucking uh, bake it. Knead it. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you know how to make bread? You don't have to buy it from the shelf. You can make it. Because I'm sure there was flour. There's still flour on the shelves. But we're so fucking we've been taught to do everything so instant that God for bigot uh, Armageddon happen. Oh, people would be fucked up out here. And guess what? Just like you said in the beginning of the show, there are people who exploit that. Oh, for no, for $700, I can make sure the kids have bread. You got flour in the closet. These motherfuckers are using the same flour and you paying them for the same flour in your pantry. Let it make sense.
2: <laughs> i gotta i have a very unpopular um opinion and and again i don't hey i don't care you take it how you take it but there are people who who see things for truth and reality um uh, dr claude anderson you know he has done a lot of you know great work I, i will give him his props on that um but he is still teaching you how to use capitalism um, to benefit you. He, he's practicing capitalism. Like, I don't believe in capitalism. <laughs> I mean, the first form of capitalism in this country were our ancestors. We were the first stock, you know, on, on, on the quote-unquote stock market, you know, on, on Wall Street. Hell, you got to know your history. Why is it even called Wall Street? You know, I, I learned this from, of uh, course, from people... Who, in New York. <laughs> you know, it was called Wall Street because they had to put up a damn wall so they could sell people. <laughs> because you had other people on the other side of the wall trying to get over there to destroy all of that. You know? <laughs> like this. No, it, you can't you can't play in this in, in this filthy, degenerate environment and walk away scot clean of it. So there's there, there's always people with our skin tone who are trying to make a buck. By exploiting us through capitalistic Means now I'm not saying that Dr. Clark Anderson is trying To do that but here's the th- Here's the thing You can practice powernomics All you want right you can practice It all you want But how are you going to protect How are you going to Protect that One of the brothers who, I, who, I, who I'm building with Now he had his own black Business out here <laughs> Doing good Put in hundreds of thousands of dollars In black people's pockets One white person came up And said oh What is this How how, how are y'all doing this Now they they were only doing this for black people And a white lady came Acting like she was interested Right The next time she came back She came back with the law She came back with inspectors Something about this not right kept antagonizing them, antagonizing them, until they took it away. Well, and, and this brother, he didn't practice powernomics or anything like that, but I'm just saying, where is, where is your power to protect your economics? You gotta, you gotta study. You gotta read. You know, um uh Dr. Amos Wilson, Blueprint to Black Power. I tell anybody, if you're gonna read powernomics, you need to read Blueprint to Black Power. <laughs> powernomics is, it's a couple of hundred pages long, <laughs> they, they'll read that blueprint. The Black Power, eight hundred something pages long. <laughs> you tell me which one black people are really going to try to read. <laughs> but if you want to have economics, you have to have power. If you want, if you want to have any kind of power in any of these nine areas of people activity, then you need to have the. You also need to have the protective services of that. You have to be able to protect the power that you are trying to obtain. Just hands down, plain and simple. And black people don't want to do that. Why they don't want to do that? Because they've been (laughs) manipulated to think, oh, I just need to do it this way. And white folk will leave me alone. White folk will let me live as long as I'm doing it the way that they tell me to do it. But guess what? The way that you're doing it, the way that they're telling you to do it, you're never going to amass wealth You will get financial Stability But where's the wealth Because once you die If that money does not pass down to your child Or to your grandchildren Or your great-grandchildren It's not wealth
0: There's no generational wealth at all
2: Exactly And for those who who Do have something (laughs) They don't practice how to protect it Like Let's look at uh let's look at Nina Simone, right? Let's look at Nina Simone. She passed away and her estate went into her family's hands. Do you know that Kamala Harris took that estate and gave it to white people? Back when she was the Attorney General of California?
0: I'm not surprised. She was out here doing all types of whack shit while she was attorney general.
2: But where was the power to protect that? We can't. White folk die. <laughs> what, what, what was the uh, Elizabeth Taylor? No, she gave she gave she gave millions to her damn dog when she died. She didn't give it to people. She gave it to her dog. Okay, where where where, where were the white people who were coming up to take that? Nah, because guess what? She had that shit. Controlled. She had power behind that. You wasn't gonna come up to her dog and say, uh, "Yeah, you're just the mutt who's gonna be dead in the next three years." So we're gonna take this from you. <laughs> yeah, you would have been fighting a, a one hell of a expensive legal battle just to do that.
0: Oh, that's but, called, that's called power in death. A bitch yes. is dead, and she still got power.
2: Exactly, exactly. We can't give something away to a goddamn cockroach. <laughs> we can't give something away to a cockroach without a damn cracker coming and saying, hey, uh, yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> we can't we can't protect any damn thing as long as we continue to try to do things the way that they say to do it.
0: Oh, let me tell you something. While you're saying that, I'm gonna put in layman terms for people that don't get it, because maybe they feel a like lot we're being just too staunchly black right now and blatant is if you every time you stop at a traffic light, do you think that man's family, which is a black man, is getting paid? No. Do you think that, all right, for y'all like like to party and shit and drink your fucking Jack Daniels and that money going to the white people estate, but a slave fucking created that? Do you think his family's getting paid? No. that Every time you get on a roller coaster, a elevator, drink from a beer keg, motherfucker, please. Ain't nobody getting none of that that looks like us, but we invented that. That's how. That's what power is. But, okay. You're
2: listening. You're listening to us right now through something that was created by black people. You're using the internet to even listen to this. Created by black people. Black people who are still alive, by the way. I'm looking out outside my window right now looking at an AT, um, ADT sign from my neighbor. Security systems created by a black woman. We're not getting paid off this stuff even though we have the patents. And make that make sense. We have the patents, yet everyone who's still using our inventions aren't paid why why is that because there was there wasn't a power structure to protect those things but Dang, like you dude, said you go by Jack Daniels right they make sure they put their names on everything how sad is that these people who grew up who came who came into a, a knowledge from you know our, our our ancient ancestors um the you know cush all, all of that you know all um, they didn't believe in passing on their knowledge. You know, just look at just look at the the, the the movies and the TV shows that they have us in love with now. They have us in love with the medieval times. Think about that. They have us in love with the medieval times. They're showing you who they are and where they come from, and you're sitting here and you're loving it. You love watching, and don't get me wrong. I grew up watching a lot of that stuff. I liked watching knights in armor and you know those those dark ages and things like that. I love I liked watching that stuff. But that showed you they had no history. They're savages. So they didn't create anything. <laughs> so how is it they learned any of the stuff that they learned? They didn't. They
0: stole it. Oh, let me tell you something crazy. I, I, I just read the other day, and it was by accident. Cause I like to read, even though my eyes is getting whatever. And I, so, you know, uh, shout out to Suzy Q. Uh, we were talking about something. We were like doing some like looking at the 15th century or something like that. And uh, I said, "Uh, they said some guy, some European guy, invented some the minutes on the clock." I said, "What happened to Benjamin Banneker?" Yeah. You know, and she said, Yeah. You know, one of those, like, oh, okay. And I go to kind of like look into his, because I don't just look at what people do. I try to look at their tree, if you get what I'm <clears throat> saying. And apparently, he comes from a a mother that was an indentured servant, but she was white. Henceforth, means she was Irish or Slavic. And his father was an African man named uh, Banaka, Banaki, or something like that. He mm. was from the Dogon tribe. Nah, I, want I was, was going to say. I was going to tell. It was, it was the Dogon people. <laughs> but it was the Dogon people who knew about... Time and space and stars. And this is why he was able to know the knowledge. And the knowledge was passed down. It was told to his mother and he and his, the mother told him. That's why he was so into the whole that whole, you know, mechanical and just time and spe- all that stuff through the <clears throat> Dogon through that. And if you we was talking about like, you know, someone a, a white and black couple putting them together. What do you think happens to that wealth? It doesn't go to the black side. It goes right back over to the white folks. I'm oh, even trying to be funny. Not saying, I'm, you know, I tell people, they who you want to do. I don't really, whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. But if you really, really wanted to keep, to keep it generational, keep, to keep whatever you have, whether it's resources or, you know, just the knowledge, you got to keep it within your tribe. What, what do you think happens when outsiders find out how to do this and how to do that? Even the potato chips. The potato chips. Uh, how many black people wealthy off the potato chip? Because I promise you that was old black man while you crunch crunching on it on Super Bowl whatever.
2: hmm We're
0: That's- not. We're not. And that means we're losing. We're, we, we've been losing. And how do we fix that?
2: Let, look, when you bring food into this, and I don't know if I uploaded that one into OTW2, this one might still be on my Instagram. Um, I talked about that once, right? Like think about the history of of, 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 slave, of of enslaved people's food, right? Like I come from the South, where it's a slave diet still to this day. We made gumbo, you know, New Orleans is Famous for gumbo, everybody loves gumbo But what is gumbo? Gumbo is slave I'm sorry, enslaved um, foods. you know We were given the spare Parts of animals To put together, you know, the leftovers To put together you think, you think eating Leftovers tastes fucking great After somebody else has already eaten off it Do you really think the homeless person Who's digging in the trash Is eating that Because he likes the way it tastes No you gotta fucking survive So they created So they created the The the, the dish now called gumbo Right And we still practice eating gumbo To this day and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong With that but check this out right We created That recipe We should be getting paid off of it right So why the fuck does Campbell's Soup have a gumbo style Flavor in their little, uh, I think it's Hungry Man meals that they make or something like that like you go to the grocery store go to the soup section see Campbell's and see Gumbo where's the black people who's getting paid for that?
0: well, you know how it goes we either get a picture like Aunt Jemima or Uncle Ben on the fucking uh, package, that's it ain't nobody getting a dollar for that Ain't nobody getting a dollar for that, right? Now mind you, who is Aunt Jemima? Is her family getting it? Oh, how about the fact that, you know, they're curing cancer cells with Henry lacks? Do you get what I'm saying? Whole family's still sitting in the projects in Chicago. Ew. Do you get what I'm saying? So who's getting who's getting the money? It, not everything's not about money but what what we're saying is when when you're telling black folks pull yourself up with the boot bootstrap my nigga I invented the bootstrap and you have taken it
1: <laughs>
0: So how am I going to pull myself <laughs> up with <laughs> something <laughs> you won't even <laughs> let that again me patent for me. Please I that again have invented for me. the fucking bootstrap and you have the nerve to take it from me patent it as yours and then tell me to pull myself up while the shit I invented where we do that at Bonks. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. You know this is supposed to be the hour. We done went motherfucking hour 48 minutes. <laughs> I am gonna have to have you come back, brother. I'm gonna have to have you come back because I've not we've not finished the questions. We just kinda just we went there. We went there. We went <laughs> Yeah it's okay. We and guess what? It's it's what's happening, it's what's real, it's what's going on today. Um tell them where to find you
2: again you can uh you can definitely find me here on otw tube under uh black magus you can find uh like i said i I think i have to open up my ig um but if it's open now you can find me under black magus um you can find me on twitch under black magus Uh, that's b-l-k-m-a-g-u-s there ain't no space in there it's just all together black magus um uh if you wanna if you're serious minded and you're listening to me right now you're out here in um uh, in colorado yo um come over to endless grind coffee shop um over at, uh over here in aurora just you know do a quick google search of it to find endless grind um just come over there next sunday let me you know introduce yourself to me let me uh let me see who you are let me see if you want to build. I'm down for meeting uh meeting people I, I'm trying to get some things up and going here um i don't I don't ask for any kind of donations donations or anything like that like uh even before we started this um as I was telling you I was just uh I was just doing a, a little gig work last night you know I stopped doing my gig work because there was a homeless man um Ethiopian brother uh, Fatou. uh you know hey that goes to show like I committed his name to my memory. Um, just asking for, you know, asking for some money. He, he straight up said like, yo, I just need something to eat and something to drink. I need some beer. And I said, you want that beer? Cause you're living in a bad situation. huh?" And he just broke down and just started crying. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm from Ethiopia. I came here. My visa got taken away. I'm, I, I'm stuck here. I'm homeless living on the streets. I don't like living like this. I stopped making the money that I was making to go spend money on groceries and food to give this man. You know, I couldn't put him up in a hotel room or anything like that, but I could at least, you know, spend my money to at least, you know, make things a little bit easier for him. And I didn't just give him food. You know, hey, here's some skin care, you know. Here's some foot balm for your feet. So, that's the kind of person I am. So, hey, if you feel like you want to give me a donation, you can definitely cash at me at Black Magus. I would definitely appreciate that, but it is not not necessary. Oh, my... This is the first time I've ever even put out that uh, cash app information. Um, I just believe in trying to make something better for our people, man. And if you don't believe in that, you're stagnant. You're not growing. Um, You got to wake up. You got to come out of that. There's there's a war going on, whether you want to believe it or not. And I'm not talking about Russia, Ukraine. I'm talking about everybody against black people. Um, I would highly suggest you, you find an organization, get organized and get organized correctly. If you can, It's easy to root out who's good and who's bad because if you see somebody who's just 100% after the money, going after the bag, they're probably not good for you. Look for those who's, who, who are taking the moral high ground. I understand it's hard to, uh, to want to come out of that because the cracker has made poison. Tastes very good by adding a bunch of sugar to it, but sometimes that bitterness that you get from the natural taste of things is way better for you than that goddamn sugary substance of something being watered down and being given to you. So, um, get organized, we're, we're at a war here, dying by the thousands, but fighting by the hundreds. Get organized.
0: I thank you. I thank you so much, brother. We're definitely going to do a part two to this because we didn't finish all our questions. <laughs> We're going to do a part two. And I'm grateful to have you on. And you're listening to on the wake up radio.com. This is Cindy Ashby. This is the hour sign of otw2.com. And, uh, 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 um, it- I'm thinking in the next two weeks, if you can, we'll do we'll do another. We'll we'll do a part two to this if you don't mind because I've I've gotta go away and do some filming next week and then when I come back after the sixteenth, we we can continue this conversation, continue my questions for you and stuff like that. Cause this has been a beautiful, inspiring, lovely conversation that I hope we put into fruition. Yeah.
2: Yes, yes, definitely. And I two weeks,
0: hey, I'm good. <laughs> Let's right. go. Thank you so much, and we're out, y'all.
2: Peace.
1: We all agree tonight, all of the speakers have agreed, that America has a very serious problem. Not only does America have a very serious problem, but our people have a very serious problem. America's problem is self-destruction. self Blood, individual
0: the cindy ashley
1: production Ash, 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 on the wake up just get your body to move won't stop to shake the room yeah just get your body to move why do i need to why do i need to To won't stop shake them. Yeah. how to sign up for otw2 type in otw in your browser it will bring up the home page then you click the little man with the plus sign to open up an account use your best email select a username and then enter a good secure password now you're at the home page click the key to log in to your account using your password with your username now search in the search bar for otw2 which is the page we're going to subscribe to click subscribe click Add as friend, as well as click where the videos are. Click on a video to view, like that video, as well as comment. And your exercise is done. Thank you for your support.